Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor and Resiliency Expert, helping people to think, speak, and live positively through the challenges of life. You can find out more about me in this interview at my website. It's Tom, the number two, and Tall, T-A-L-L dot com. Our guest today, well, joining me, first of all, joining me as co-host today is my colleague Peter Gorrell from TechBlocks. Peter introduced me to our guest today. So, Peter, introduce uh, yourself and TechBlocks and then introduce our uh, interesting ladies that we have today on the show that are doing some great things right in our own province here in Ontario. Thanks very much, Tom. Uh, great to be uh, chairing this show again with you. Uh, it's always a great time. Uh, yes, uh, I'm Peter Gorrell, and I'm Vice President of uh, Business Development and Client Relations at TechBlocks. And uh, TechBlocks is a uh, consulting firm in the uh, digital information space, and uh, one of our centers of excellence, of course, is helping people develop portals, whether it's for their employees or for their customers. Yeah, I had the pleasure of um, uh, connecting with uh, Samantha La Liberté, I believe is the correct uh, pronunciation of her last name, and some time ago when she uh, developed a, uh, a business, and it seems that she's uh, playing it again, Sam, because uh, she's up uh, up and at it with another uh, another piece of work uh, with two other partners, uh, Sonia and Bia. Uh, Bia, unfortunately, is not on with us today because she's, uh, she's vacationing in sunny Mexico, which is fantastic. So, uh, yes, the name of the company is Ezzy Lynn, and uh, I'd like to introduce so, uh, Sam and Sonia to you, Tom. Take it away. So, you guys uh, started uh, this uh, business uh, this past summer, and uh, you're making scrunchies. Scrunchy collection. My wife wears a scrunchie. She often has. Can't hear you, Tom. Oh, sorry about that. I had it on uh, mute. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys, this past summer introduced a line of scrunchies, and my wife wears a scrunchie, and she often has one on her hand. And you will have over diff- twenty different hair scrunchies on your website. Each design is inspired by a different endangered animal. And once you guys, I understand, sell 25 scrunchies of a particular design, you symbolically adopt that animal through the World Wildlife Fund Canada. And uh, now you have made 20 animal adoptions since launching in May, and you guys hope to significantly increase your impact especially holiday shopping. I would rather buy a scrunchie from you guys than from Walmart or Shoppers Drug Mart or wherever else scrunchies are sold. And so welcome to the show today, uh, ladies. What an amazing initiative. You're in Ontario, which is where uh, TechBlocks and Peter and I are, but with a website and a business like this, people can buy scrunchies wherever they are listening, can't they? Yeah, you're exactly right. We ship worldwide, so we're excited to have customers from all over the world. And social media makes it really easy for us to interact with people from anywhere from Japan to Australia to right here in Ontario. Exactly. Now, I was just talking to a young lady probably in her 20s on the weekend, and she said, you know, I have a goal. I want to start a nonprofit 
to help an organization that she was supporting. And I was like, well, I'm interviewing these amazing ladies because it's easy to come up with the thought, but to actually put it into action and your young people. How did you guys come up with this business and this purpose uh, to, and really uh, you're doing a lot of good with a simple product that so many women wear and don't even think about where they buy it from. How did we come up with the idea? Well, the three of us, Sonia, Bianca, and I, we actually met where we were all students at Western University and there was an entrepreneurship center there called Biz Inc., and the three of us met there, and each of us were pursuing different business ideas. And we were really disappointed by the lack of representation from women within the space. There weren't too many other female entrepreneurs that were taking the leap into entrepreneurship and starting up their own venture. So right away we knew that we wanted to do something together and, and kind of show that women can start businesses and, and model the way that way. And then once we knew we wanted to start a venture, we kind of shared our passions and looked around the room and realized that we had a lot of common in terms of loving fashion. We all loved hair scrunchies. We loved animals. And we really wanted to do some type of social venture. Neat. Now, uh, when you get enough orders, like, this is going to grow, you hand make these? Like, must, How long does it take to make? What is the production process like? Because eventually you're going to be full-time scrunchie makers. Yeah, we started producing the scrunchies ourselves when we first started the business. We didn't know how to sew, so we used YouTube to teach ourselves how to sew, and we borrowed some sewing machines from our grandmothers to, to try it out. Um, and that's how we started the production process. It would take us about 20 to 30 minutes to make one scrunchie. Um, however, now we are receiving so many orders that we, we can't keep up with the production, so we've hired a local seamstress who helps produce the scrunchies for us, and she is fantastic. Nice. Now you're in the sales and marketing business uh, because you got production looking that, looked after. Yeah. Nice. Peter, you must have a question for these amazing ladies. Yeah. I, I, how did you what, – what made you think of the animals? I mean, I think that uh, – uh, Pardon me. I'll help you too. What did you make – how did you come up with the idea of uh, the endangered uh, animals? Because uh, mo most, most people think when they think of uh, – uh, of charities and, and fundraising, they think of people first. What, uh, what attracted you to the animals? We all love animals, and we're very passionate about environmental sustainability. That's part of our business model and our social impact model. We try to be socially and environmentally conscious um, from inception to, to delivery of our products. So helping animals and helping um, save our environment is really part of our, our greater mission of what we wanted to do. Um, and that's why we chose the World Wildlife Fund. They are a globally recognized brand, and they have an international reach. Um, most people are very familiar with their panda logo, and they are seen all around the world um, as an industry leader in wildlife conservation and environmental sustainability. So it was something that was very passionate um, to all three of us, 
and the World Wildlife Fund just seems like a perfect fit. Nice. I love it. And I just told that woman on the weekend that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like, if there's already an organization doing what you love, you don't have to start a new one. You can do something that supports that organization. And you found a product that really, like, if anyone hears of your product, like, who would not buy from you as opposed to buying from Walmart when it's going to such an amazing cause? And as a person who owns two dogs and a cat... I love animals as well. Yeah. Yeah, we have pets too. I have I have a dog and a cat and Samantha has a cat. So we've always grew up with animals and pets um in our lives and my grandparents actually have a farm, so I used oh, to always wow. help um raise the animals on the farm there. So yeah, pa- uh, passion for animals. Animals always have will always have a special place in in our hearts. Exactly. And I love the point about women uh, and entrepreneurs. Uh, I I don't know the statistics, but just from what looking around, it seems that more men are considered uh, entrepreneurs and business owners and that. And so it's a good example, as you said, for women as well, that you can launch your own business and you're launching a business. It's kind of like a social enterprise, they call it these days where it's benefiting social causes uh, and a business at the same time. So I love that point, and it is a great example for young women that, hey, I can be an entrepreneur. I can be a mother and an entrepreneur. You can imagine running a home-based business, which yours could be, uh, and being a mother. You could adopt it into your own lifestyle. So good, good example um, for young women out there, for women of any age. And now uh, we're in the holiday uh, gift season, and so scrunchies are good for uh, stockings, they're good for gifts, Uh, uh, these are unique ones, so it's not just buying a brown scrunchie at Shoppers Drug Mart or Walmart. So talk about how they're great for holiday giving and, uh, you know, how for me, giving a gift like that would have a meaning behind it rather than just... Here's a scrunchie. Yeah, definitely. We think they're a great gift for holiday. We think we think that they're perfect for that person that's a little bit harder to shop for. So whether you're doing like a secret Santa or maybe you have, you know, a parent's gift or a teacher's gift that you have to give and it's those types of people are a bit more challenging to find something for. So we think our scrunchies are a great solution for that need. They also come with a great story, so we make sure that all of our online orders come with a little messaging card to tell that story. We also put a ribbon on the scrunchie and tie it up so it's already a little bit wrapped and looking like a gift. So we think that for that reason, they're great for holiday. You mentioned earlier stocking stuffers. So they're relatively small items. So they're great add-on or to throw in with your other small gifts that you're giving your friends or your children. Kids love scrunchies. We wouldn't Mm. say it's our our primary target market. We're definitely focusing on young adults. However, we've had so much interest from younger children and youth who are do dancing or gymnastics or just like to wear scrunchies because you wear your hair up a lot at that age. So definitely a lot of people can wear scrunchies. They're super functional. So if you have someone that maybe loves yoga or Pilates or goes to the gym, I mean, scrunchies are perfect. You've got to keep your hair up. Exactly. Yeah. Peter, you must have yeah, a, another question. I, you know, I, I'm looking at, I was looking at the collection, and I, I, like 
it isn't just a collection. I see you've really put some thought into the production here because when I look at the specific um, labels, like the gray wolf, for instance, I mean, I'm looking at that scrunchie and the texture and the color. It's almost like that's the that's the gray wolf, right? You can feel that. And I, I noticed the elephant. There's a kind of a a skin, uh, you know, skin texture. I mean, so that was really purposeful, right, on your part. Absolutely, yes. Each scrunchie is inspired by that animal. So we do our best to find fabrics that um, reflect that animal's um, look or personality. Um, like you mentioned, the gray wolf scrunchie, it's a tweed uh, gray and white and black scrunchie that really represents uh, the toughness of the gray wolf, but also, also the, the beauty of it as well. Um, we also have a rhinoceros uh, scrunchie, um, and that is because it has little rhinestones on the fabric. Um, one that may not be so obvious is our tree kangaroo scrunchie. It's the bright pink one. Um, they act, the tree kangaroos actually have a bright pink nose, so that's what inspired us to um, get that bright pink scrunchie and, and name it after the tree kangaroo. So yeah, you, you definitely got it. Each scrunchie is inspired by that animal. Um, at least we try our best to do so. That's terrific. And you're sold out of hippopotamus. As I, so I, were they really were were they really popular? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were our most popular scrunchie for fall. It was made of a, a lace uh, maroon uh, material, and it was really beautiful and, and really popular. And we're hoping to relaunch it again soon. Wow, that's impressive. You know. What what's the what's the essence behind the name the Ezzie Lynn? Because I, I that, that's that's uh, I don't think of uh, you at all when I see that name. So obviously there's something behind that name. Yeah, our we have two parts that answer. The first is terms of the actual words Ezzie and Lynn. Uh, Ezzie represents Sonia's middle name, which is Esmeralda, and then my middle name is actually Lynn. So when we first started out our business in May, we called ourselves Esmeralda Lynn. It's actually what we registered our business as. And then we had some feedback that maybe it was a bit too long or it didn't really resonate with our target market of young adults. So we switched uh -huh. to Ezzie Lynn, which we think is a bit more hip, a little bit more, um, I guess, contagious of a word to say and memorable. So that's how we came up with the name. And then we wanted to take it two step, or another step further and kind of talk about the personalities that both Evie and Lynn represent. So we feel that most young adults in our, in our target market, they have dual personalities. So especially someone who maybe works in a corporate environment who has to be a Lynn every day, who will go to work in a suit, she probably shops high-end, is very well-networked, she would wear you know, expensive perfume, do Pilates, wear her hair in a, in a sleek bun for work, maybe wear one of our silk scrunchies like the seahorse. But then at night or on the weekend, she probably has a different side of her personality. When she's out with her friends, a bit more relaxed, she's a bit more like an Ezzy. So perhaps more free-spirited, she would wear vintage clothing on the weekends and evening, maybe do hot yoga, go to music festivals. So that's kind of how we, we did our branding is around those two personalities, both the Ezzy and the Lynn. So very different, very different looks and styles, but can come together over the scrunchie 
and just different ways. That's brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm impressed that. Uh, yeah, I, there's so much to talk about. A, a very simple product, very simple approach to uh, business, um, but I think that's—I don't know—I think that's—I think that's maybe key. Is uh, some people tend to over overthink business, you know, and and it's obvious that um, you know you've you've done the reverse. I mean, uh, talk to me about talk to me about the raw essence of your, uh, you know, of why you chose this and how you know and, and and how simple it is and how easy it is to put this together i mean cuz there there are other there are other listeners i think you know they'll be listening in and going wow i'd love to do something like this but i you know i i don't know where to start you know and and you know that might be um, you know the you know they'd like it'd be a great place to um for you to offer them some insight as to how you got to this uh, this beginning? Yeah, I'd I'd love to share that. Well, I mean, Samantha, Bia, and I, we all have a very strong entrepreneurial spirit. So it was something that came naturally to the three of us. Um, I don't I don't think it's it's for everyone necessarily. However, if there is someone out there who has an idea of a business that they want to get started. I would say go for it. Um, you won't know if it's for you unless you try it. So the best thing you can do is just jump right in. Uh, we believe in a lean startup model, so trying to be as um, conscious of, uh, as possible about the startup costs and how you can um, save money while testing your, your business model um, and, and trying trying to test out the business that way. It's definitely challenging. Um, nothing in life that's ever going to be successful is, comes easy. So you definitely have to put the work in to, to make it happen and just never give up. Um, any mistakes that you make are, are just learning lessons that you can then move on from. Um, for example, our, our first scrunchie, as I, I mentioned before, we taught ourselves how to sew. So we're pretty embarrassed about what the first scrunchie looks like, um, but based on, <laughs> based on feedback that we received and us, keep, us keeping on practicing our, our production process and how it's made, we've, we've ended up perfecting the scrunchie and how it's made. So, yeah, I would say, you know, if you have an idea, go for it, try it out, um, never give up, and um, if you believe in it, then it will be successful. Exactly. Uh Samantha, one of the things so many people ask me and that I kind of teach and talk about is finding your purpose in life, something that is your main definite chief purpose. And a lot of times I have to train and educate people that it doesn't necessarily have to be your job or your business. Your job or your business can help support your purpose, whatever it might be to raise money for this or help this organization, you've been able to combine the two. And so this is exciting because there's people my age, I'm 51, there's people Peter's age, and I won't even say how old he is, who don't even know what their purpose in life is. for sparing me. (laughs) So they don't know what their purpose is. And I imagine what you're doing now occupies your thoughts outside of work, inside of work hours. It's something you're passionate about, and that's what people are really looking for, is something that they can do to make money that they're passionate about that helps them fund maybe what they're also passionate about in their private life. 
Definitely. One of my favorite quotes is that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I distinctly remember when I heard that quote in university, and it did not apply to me. I felt like I was working. I had some summer jobs that it, it felt like I was clocking in nine to five. And so the more and more I heard about entrepreneurship and heard of these stories of people turning their passion into their paycheck, I think that's really what inspired me to, to figure out a way to do this myself. Wow, turn your passion into your paycheck. i got to use that. <laughs> go for it. I don't think I coined that. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. <laughs> but go for it. My, I'm a fifth-generation entrepreneur, so I come from a long family line of small business owners of all different industries. So I really know that it has nothing to do with um, the idea, well, not nothing, but it, it's not about the idea. It's about the person, and it's about the entrepreneur behind the business and the passion. And, and for me, that's what keeps me going. Right. And isn't it amazing and nice to be brought up in an entrepreneurial home where so now at your age, you automatically think of, yeah, I want to do something. You had that exposure where so many people, young people, they're like, well, i got to get a job and i got to do this. But you being brought up around entrepreneurs and small business people, it's something you're comfortable with and you've seen it explored in your own life. And so that's a, you know, that's a real nice benefit to grow up in that environment. Yeah, I'm lucky to have had that family support. I know just looking at the room around the three of us, our partner Bianca, who can be there, both of her parents are doctors. So very traditional industries and very successful in what they do, but they don't, they don't necessarily come from that entrepreneurial background. So when they hear that the three of us are going to quit our jobs to start making scrunchies that we're going to learn from YouTube and then put them on the Internet and try to sell them, like it, it's harder to get support when you don't have a family that understands that. And so I feel so blessed and remind myself every day that, but I am lucky to have that and that if I have kids one day, I will definitely instill that spirit to them and, and give them that support that way. Exactly, and that's uh, such a blessing to have. Uh, now, the wildlife conservation mission goes way beyond animal adoptions, right? Peter and I were talking about it the other day, and, and so talk about what adopting an animal means, but also how the mission is way beyond just uh, adopting an animal. Yeah, so we, we use the World Wildlife Fund Symbolic Adoption Program in order to make our donations to the World Wildlife Fund. So they have an existing species adoption program where they highlight um, different species at risk that you can um, donate your funds towards. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, the model we use for our donations. However, all donations are in support of the general work of the World Wildlife Fund and their conservation efforts. So it's not like, um, for example, elephants, you know, you didn't get as much money this year, so sorry, we can't help you. We have to help the tigers. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's mm -hmm. just all the money gets pooled, and then whatever the greatest need is, they will pull from, from that uh, fund in order to um, make the change that they need. Um, they also do some great work around climate change, of, around water conservation, and um, maintaining and conserving the forest. So they do some really high-level um, 
political advocacy as well as research on the topic. Um, and they really do a great job of reporting back to um, worldwide organizations that are looking for information and re research on these topics. The World, World Wildlife Fund is really seen as, as that leader. So we're so ecstatic and thrilled to be supporting them and working with them. Um, but in terms of our business model, we are really about, as I mentioned, being socially and environmentally conscious from inception to delivery. So we try to source um, vegan, vegan fabrics um, from local Canadian retailers. Um, we also use recycled materials in our packaging. So our, all of our print material is, is um, on, printed on recycled paper, as well as our, our packages, like our mailers, are made of recycled uh, material as well, all certified. So um, we truly, really try to make an effort to lower our environmental footprint as well um, in our business model. Um, we're actually something really exciting that's happening is we're exploring a partnership with Goodwill Industries um, mm. and coming up with a new upcycled line of scrunchies. So we would actually repurpose their textile donations that are not selling in stores. So, for example, maybe they wow. have a, a rip in them or they have a, a really bad stain in, in the material. So we would repurpose those and manufacturing manufacture them using the Goodwill Pivotal Services, which right. actually hires um, employees who are at a disadvantage or, or having difficulty yeah. finding work, um, and they would be part of our manufacturing process. So we're working out a partnership with them, and hopefully we'll have that uh, new upcycled scrunchie line in the in the coming new year. Wow, you guys are really hitting it out of the park on a number of different bases, uh, looking at uh, all kinds of ways to make your business a social enterprise. That, uh, and that's a great initiative. Imagine goodwill is all over Canada. Yeah, thank yeah. you. We try to we try to be very adaptable. You may have noticed that our logo is the jellyfish. So we, we chose that as a reminder to just constantly be changing and being open to change. The jellyfish is a creature that has been around for a hundred millions of years and has been able to adapt to all different environments. And so that's a constant reminder for us to pay attention to what our customers like and don't like. And just because we really like something about our business, we have to be open-minded to maybe pivot a little bit here and there, let something go. Right. I like your website. Who made your website? We made it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you did. Okay. Very we're good. We're using Shopify, which is... Oh, you are. Out of Ottawa. Yeah. Okay. They're um, in Ottawa? They're yeah, in actually. Ottawa. Yeah, it's a, soft, it's a software we support, too, in our business. Uh, Shopify is a great e-commerce e platform. That's fantastic. You really have thought this out. I mean, I, I, here am I. I'm looking at this thing. It's quite simple. But then every time you every time you add something to it, I keep I keep wondering where's this going to go? Like what is the what is the optimum for this business? And I mean, I mean I know you're at, I know you're at the starting blocks, but I mean what is your five year plan? I mean have you have you thought anything past today? 
Yeah, absolutely. Our our goal is to be a globally recognized brand as well, and not only recognized for our awesome fashion and style, but also for our social impact. Um, we really like the um, business models that are trending right now um, in fashion, um, like Tom's and Pentry. Have you heard of those types of companies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we really aspire to be a company like that that is recognized for their work and everyone wants an Ezzylin scrunchie because it, it carries a meaning to it. It's not just a product. It, it has a greater impact as well. So that is absolutely our goal. Um, the more that we can do to raise our brand awareness and um, be globally recognized um, is where we want to be. That's brilliant. Do you think you'll ever add to the SKUs, or or do you think you'll keep it simple? Oh, definitely. We we want to add to SKUs. We coming out. I think in, next week we're going to have our holiday line. So we'll have five different styles of holiday scrunchies. We're actually going to call them our collectors line because we're only going to do twenty five of each. Um, we found some really interesting materials while we were doing a buying trip in Toronto last week. So we're going to test that out, as well as we have some winter hair accessories. So we found a local knitter who actually has knit some head, head warmers and wrist warmers and a few infinity scarves. So we're going to test those on the website and, and see how our customers respond. Scrunchies is still our, our focus and our anchor product, but we don't want to be the scrunchie girls forever. We, we want to be a fashion brand. And ideally, I'd be wearing everything from Ezulin right now instead of just a scrunchie in my hair. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Wow. I'm, I'm really impressed, actually, how much you can make out of, out of you know, a, a, a small idea, or should I say a big idea around a small object, right? Like, that is that is the winning combination when I think about it because uh, you've obviously you've obviously like drilled down and I mean did it did it come to you I mean you know did it come to you overnight or is this something you worked on for months I mean I'm sure people are out there like scratching their heads like I am saying how'd they come up with this right yeah. It, it didn't come overnight. It, it's definitely been a work in proze- progress, and I think it will continue to be as we continue to grow. I think the most important thing is that we, we knew we wanted to start a business together, and we all combined our passion. So I think passion equals energy, and if you're not passion, passionate about what you're doing, you won't put in the time and energy it takes to make it to make it successful and make it work. So we started with that, and we really had a lot of mentors along the way um, who gave us guidance. So we really tried to make an effort to meet with community leaders and people in the industry that we would really want and seek their advice from. Um, we mm-hmm. had at least one meeting a week with these um, mentors. We, we called it... Um, our 50 drinks campaign, and we started to blog about it a little bit um, in the beginning of our journey. And we would take that person out for a drink, whatever, a drink of their choice. It could be coffee, tea, smoothie, 
or uh, a beer if they wanted. Um, wherever they wanted to go, we would take them, and then we would sort of pick their brain about our business idea and really take their comments and considerations into um, action and do our best to then implement them and, and test them out. So it's always a work in progress. And mm-hmm. it, we're really thankful for the people who have been willing to help us out along the way. That's brilliant. Brilliant. I know there's an organization out there called 10,000 Coffees that I'm familiar with. In fact, I'm part of that network. So yeah. it sounds like you've just uh, uh, recreated a, 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 a neat little uh, networking tool for yourself down in it, – it's London, right, that you're located in? Yes. We're located yeah. in London, Ontario, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, and mentoring is so important. Uh, That's something Peter does a lot of, uh, mentoring young people. And it's so important, not only for the young people being mentored, but for the older folks like Peter and I, uh, to learn your guys' thinking, because you guys have a lot of younger people, have a lot of things that you can teach us. So the mentoring process actually benefits both the person being mentored and the person doing the mentoring. And so it's a tremendous thing that I believe everybody should be a part of. If you have a business goal or a dream or a purpose, you should be should have a mentor or belong to a group uh, that you meet with every week who holds you accountable to what did you do last week and what are you going to do this week. And I think that's one of the best ways to keep yourself on track and avoiding some of the mistakes that uh, people like Peter and I have already made along the way that we could help you avoid. And so that's a great initiative, isn't it, uh, mentoring? Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you're, uh, because we do social media, uh, how we sell things these days, talk about the hashtag scrunchy time. Yeah, so we encourage our customers to follow us on Instagram, and our handle is at Lynn. You can also follow us on, on Twitter as well, same handle, at Lynn. And we encourage our customers to take pictures of themselves uh, wearing the scrunchie um, or their animals wearing the scrunchie. (laughs) Everyone likes to take pictures of their their pets, and pets seem to love the scrunchies too, so we love animal Uh, pictures as well. (laughs) Maybe we've just come up with a new uh, product line for you, scrunchies for dogs. Yeah, maybe. That's a good idea. My wife would put one on our dogs, I'm sure. I know, right? They're super, they'd be super cute. And yeah, animals love them. It's definitely a vertical we can explore moving forward. There's so many, so many different options you can take. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll take it day by day and, and see where it takes us. But yeah, so we encourage customers to take pictures of themselves, of their pets, of the scrunchie, and ha- hashtag, use the hashtag scrunchie time. Scrunchy time. Uh, so can you give me a little education on hashtags? Because I use them sometimes, but I have no idea how to do it properly. And that allows you to talk about hashtag scrunchy time a little bit more as well. Sure, I can give a little intro to hashtagging. So hashtagging is a great way for you to find other people that are posting images or content um, that you might be interested in or that's related to what you're interested in. So even if I'm a friend with someone or following this person or I've liked something of theirs, um, that doesn't matter. If I look up the hashtag, I can see people from all over the world that are also using that hashtag. 
So when we started the business, we looked at the hashtag scrunchie and we saw that it was in fact making a comeback, which we, we felt like it was. We argued whether it had ever left, but it was definitely making a comeback. And something that we started seeing people do was hashtag it's scrunchie time. And we saw, we saw that as a way for us to use that to leverage our brand and to join in that existing community and to kind of position ourselves as the scrunchie brand within this already existing community of scrunchie lovers that were coming together and, and really backing the scrunchie. So that's how it kind of got started. And we actually bought the domain name, Scrunchie Time. So that's something that we might explore and leverage further. But right now our customers just use it as a, as a way to take selfies of themselves wearing our photo or wearing our product. And then they have the opportunity to be featured on our website or on our Instagram, which has a growing follower base. Um, if we like their photo. That's a fantastic idea. Actually, and you know, you, uh, there are all kinds of businesses out there that are doing this, this kind of thing. And uh, uh, I, I mean, I bumped into it accidentally uh, a few weeks ago. I came into Toronto and uh, I come in regularly because I work here, but uh, came in on a weekend and took a photograph of their, of the uh, Royal Ontario Museum. And uh, I just happened to... Um, push it out on Twitter to a friend of mine in New York to show her this building and of course it was picked up by the ROM and then all of a sudden I find my picture is uh, is on their website uh, with my with you know with my call letters and my uh, and my Twitter my Twitter handle I'm thinking wow that's pretty impressive right so I mean wow, you know your idea does go a long way I mean it's it's a, it's almost a form of advocacy you know, ar- around the product itself. So good thinking. I mean, uh, you really have, uh, you know, you really have worked this thing out. And I, I think, uh, I think you're obviously on the road to something here. That I, I feel, uh, I feel a big success coming along. I just, it's, it's just got the, it's just got the air about it. I, I just feel it in my bones, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. We feel it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you started it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, ladies, let's uh, one or two minutes talk about, uh, give everybody your website. Uh, they may not, not everybody knows how to spell Ezzy Lynn. Uh, and talk about uh, holiday gifts and those kind of things just to wrap us up. Amazing. We're happy to do that. So, Ezzy Lynn, our website is E Z Z Y. L-Y-N-N.com. You can also find us at scrunchytime.com, as I mentioned before. We would love to be part of your holiday gifting this year and make it under the trees or in the stockings of your loved ones. We currently have over 20 different scrunchies on our website, and we'll be, we'll be adding 5 to 10 more over the next week or so, which we're very excited about. If you're on social media, we're primarily on Instagram. We're a very visual brand, so if you check us out, you'll see lots of photos of different animals, of our scrunchies, different girls wearing our scrunchies. We even have a a man bun or two in there. Um, Our office cat, Bagheera, she's leopard print. She makes a cameo into a lot of our photos, so you can definitely check those out. We're also on Twitter, as I mentioned before, that we're we're slowly starting to generate more content on and starting conversations that way. 
In terms of product, I would say our best sellers for holiday this year, we talked about them, definitely the gray wolf. Everyone's loving the tweed. We've adopted two gray wolves. We would love to adopt a few more for this season, as well as the seahorse has been really popular. It's a, it's a really nice rose gold silk. Wow. Well, I don't know if you know, but Peter is an artist, and he has an amazing painting of a, a wolf that is just striking to look at, even just to look at it online. I haven't seen it in person. And so uh, uh, you're hitting a soft spot for him. Oh. Yeah, I've always, I've always, had, a, 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 always had some thoughts for animals. I think, I think it's probably because they're, they, they tend to, um, I tend to think of them as freedom, right? Because they're out doing what they're out doing what they want to do, you know, without any inhibitions. And I think that uh, uh, if it wasn't for the fact that men, you know, the mankind stepped in and, uh, you know, put them in cages and, uh, and corralled them and took over their territory, then I, and I guess that's, that's really what we're trying to kind of throw the reverse in. And obviously uh, initiatives like yours, Sam, Sonia and Bianca, you're obviously... Uh, you're always headed in, in that direction and uh, in offering them back some of their some of their um, birthrights, as it were, you know, for Absolutely. for being free. Exactly, Tom. You got it. Yeah. I uh, I heard some of when we went to friends of mine to Africa and they talked about a blind elephant that was being taken care of by a wildlife conservation. Uh, uh, Society there in Africa, and I thought that's when I thought, wow, that is a great cause. Uh, we, can, we, we can't hear you there. We can't hear you. What? What? I was uh, talking about someone, a friend of mine, who went to Africa, and they were uh, uh, they saw a blind elephant that was being taken care of by a wildlife conservation area, and I thought, wow, what a what an amazing idea! Because what does a handicapped blind elephant do if they don't have that? support from people like you and I that support conservation uh, authorities like that. Yeah, that's amazing. We'd love to yeah. go to Africa one day. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see that being, uh, I can see that being a venture that's uh, likely going to come true, particularly if you, uh, if you uh, uh, kick it out of the park with this, uh, this initiative of yours, that's for sure. I can, I can, see, I can see that being a natural. We're big manifestors, so Africa, a photo shoot in Africa is definitely on our minds. Of Ooh, course, I like animals. that. No manifestors. In the production of the photo shoot, but it's definitely something we're thinking of. Nice. And manifestors, I like that title. That's very cool. That's mm -hmm. like putting the secret into uh, practice there, manifesting your uh, desires and goals. Exactly. Yep. Nice. And I, I like one of the sayings on your uh, Instagram, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah, exactly. Ne you don't lose. Back to bed. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> back to bed. <laughs> I like that one too. <laughs> All right, ladies, thanks so much. This is an amazing idea. You've really thought it out, and uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to be your lifetime purpose and passion and that this is going to go beyond maybe even what you have thought it can go uh, just because you have all the right ideas and all the right thinking in place and some great mentors already. So, Ezzy uh, Lynn, E-Z-Z-Y-L-Y-N-N, let me look here, dot com. 
for our American friends, it's e z z y l y n n dot com because we say Z and they say Z or vice versa. So yeah. now the Americans know how to get to your site. And so, as you said, you ship all over the world. Come on, if you're buying a scrunchie, don't go to Walmart. They're not going to give anything to any wildlife fund. So go to ezylin.com, uh, make great gifts, even think of putting one around your dog's head as a gift or uh, some kind of a clothing option for your dog. Uh, but ezylin.com, amazing ladies. I know you guys are going to do a lot of good in this world, and you've already started at such a young age. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. This was so much fun. Have an amazing day, ladies. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.